Tēnā koutou katoa, kei te whakarongo mai nā ki te reo irirangi o Aotearoa me te moana nui a kiwa. This is Pacific Waves. Kia ora nā, ko Lydia Vespinapaxi Tsurukidu me te Lewis Teia. Akarongo mai. Coming up. Hug your friend, hug your neighbour, hug your daughter and tell them you love them because now we are truly equal. Cook Islands has legalised gay sex, a historic win for the rainbow community there. Also, to adapt to climate change in a way that works for their communities. We're in Solomon Islands with New Zealand's Deputy Prime Minister Carmel Sipuloni. Then, we couldn't just watch. We have to do something. I speak with the person behind a massive Cyclone Gabriel fundraising effort in the Cooks. And later on, and Miracle has got a score! Moana Pacifica set their sights on more home games after an electrifying crowd lifted their spirits in Apia, Samoa. In a historic win for the Cook Islands queer community, Parliament has decriminalised homosexuality. The island nation's lawmakers have made amendments to the half-a-century-old Crimes Act, allowing same-sex relations. They were passed on Friday, Cook Islands time, and as Caleb Fotheringham reports, it was an emotional day for local Pride supporters. The previous law, although never enacted, had the power to send men to jail for, quote, indecent acts between males. Now that law will soon be gone from the Crimes Act. In a tweet, Cook Island's Prime Minister, Mark Brown, called the moment historic, and in Parliament he said the government must protect the rights of all people, especially minorities. This change in law comes from the idea that it is not the government's role to interfere in the private lives of individuals when activity is consensual and has not caused harm to anyone. The government voted in a bloc to support the bill. Members of the opposition voted both for and against it. However, in full support to the change was leader of the Democratic Party, Tina Brown, who wore her Pride Cook Islands t-shirt. We shouldn't be having second thoughts about supporting the bill. Ms Brown told members they are obligated to comply with the Constitution. Our Constitution provides for fundamental human rights and freedom. It prohibits us for discriminating people based on sex. It provides that everyone should be treated equally. So sitting around in this chamber, we are obliged to comply with our Constitution Tereki Heather, the leader of Cook Island's United Party, opposed the bill and referred to his Christian principles for the reason why. Mr Heather asked the House if the country wanted to end up like New Zealand, which has legalised same-sex marriage. He asked everyone to question their conscience before making a decision. However, Mr Brown says the purpose of the law was to protect people from harm and not to dictate morality. It is not the job of government to absolve sin. It is not the job of government to tell people how they can or cannot have sex. The government does not have a place in the bedrooms of the people. President of Rainbow Organisation Pride Cook Islands, Carla Eagleton, says this is massive. It means that we're recognised. It means that the rainbow community are equals in the eyes of the law and that we can stand side by side and hand by hand with our neighbours, with our family, with our friends to say that we are truly being accepted for who we are.
She says it means the law now matches Cook Island society. What today symbolises is that our legislation catches up with the way of our community, which is a very loving, supportive, all-inclusive community. We just need to update our laws to reflect that. Pride Group Te Te Aure Association President Valerie Witchman has called it a big turning point for the nation. It wasn't just about changing a piece of legislation that affects same-sex relations. It was more than that. It was about equality and most importantly, it was about maturing of our nation. A draft crimes bill penned in 2017 had removed indecent acts between males and sodomy as crimes but were removed after public concern. Ms Witchman says pride groups were disheartened and it led to some Rainbow community members leaving the country. It's been a rollercoaster of emotions for myself, my family, for our organisation. We've been very anxious. We've been on edge. The changes come into force on June 1st. The amendment to the Crimes Act also removes marriage as a defence against rape if the belief is unreasonable. And if you or anyone you know needs support, you can contact the Cook Islands Women's Council Centre on 21133. New Zealand's Deputy Prime Minister Carmel Sepuloni is in Solomon Islands, the first stop on a three-country Pacific tour, marking the return of the government's regional visits, which prior to the pandemic had been undertaken annually. Next up on the Pacific mission is Tonga and then Fiji. RNZ Pacific journalist Susanna Suisuiki joins me from Honiara. And Sana, who was part of the 50-strong delegation? Alongside Carmel Sepuloni... Climate Change Minister and Pacific People's Minister, a community and business leaders from the New Zealand Pacific community. And what has Carmel Sepuloni announced so far on the trip? So far in this trip, in the Solomon Islands particularly, uh, Carmel Sepuloni has announced that 15 million New Zealand dollars would go towards climate adaptation um, projects uh, within the Solomon Islands. That will go towards to Solomon Islands local provincial government. Climate change and labour mobility, both front of mind. What are people on the ground saying to you? Well, we haven't really touched base on the REC scheme, but I can tell you that there's also been an announcement by the Pacific People's Minister in which $2.5 New Zealand million million will go towards a multi-country uh, program supporting youth in Solomon Islands and Tonga who are not in education, employment or training. Following from that, we've just had a press conference with Kamal Sipuloni and the Solomon Islands Foreign Minister Jeremiah Manele. Uh, some of the issues or interests that they have been discussing uh, was labour mobility, climate change obviously, and youth development. But I was wanting to know the position of Solomon Islands on the AUKUS deal. And so Minister Manele has said that Solomon Islands is for the Rarotonga Treaty, that Solomon Islands stands for a nuclear-free Pacific. Thank you so much for your time, Sana, and we look forward to catching up with you again later on in the week. 
Cook Islands residents have raised more than $50,000 to support Aotearoa's ongoing relief efforts following the devastating cyclone Gabriel. I spoke with former politician Norman George, who was at the helm of the initiative. We handed over to the New Zealand High Commissioner $52,892. It was a fantastic conclusion to a month's work of fundraising. It's amazing how uh, we did that. The population of the Cook Islands now stands about 18,000 people. And uh, when we raised $52,892, you divide that by 18,000 people. Each one of the uh, uh, population of the Cook Islands uh, would have contributed $2,938 each for Aotearoa for this fundraising. So uh, it's quite substantial for that uh, small number of people, and uh, we're rather proud of it. Now, how we went about it, well, firstly, when we heard about this horrible news about uh, Cyclone Gabriel uh, hitting New Zealand, we couldn't just watch. We have to do something because we feel part of New Zealand. Not only do we feel it, we know it. Part of our family was affected by cyclone. We are born into cyclone conditions just about every year, but to see uh, our terror hit like that is uh, a very uh, sad, very hurtful. And uh, so we got together a week later to come together and organize different events, not only for a uh, selling food, we also organized a radio song. We had activities like people of Aitutaki going into the lagoons to catch parrotfish, and they were able to collect a couple of tons and air freighted them to Rarotonga. And then during the fundraising, we would barbecue it, and people were coming to to buy plates of parrotfish. And uh, a lot of hands to to work those barbecues and scale and clean the fish. We know the first any sign of cyclones over here in the Cook Islands, the first people to arrive will be a New Zealand Air Force on Hercules aircraft, bringing in supplies, emergency supplies, medical assistance. We owe more to New Zealand than New Zealand owes us. But what little we can do, what little we can put together, it comes entirely from the heart. And this devotion has been going on for years. I understand this isn't the first time you've led a drive like this. Cyclone Bola had massive impacts on Aotearoa, seven fatalities. Take me back to that time, and how did you and the Cook Islands rally to help Aotearoa then? I can assure you that uh, I was in a slightly better position than I was a minister of the Crown, and I was able to use government resources to drive the fundraising, and uh, it was an outstanding success. And uh, for that time, we managed to raise $66,000. But this time around, I'm, uh, I'm just a, a humble lawyer uh, practicing law. I, I've had my turn. I, I spent 31 years in Parliament as far as Deputy Prime Minister and Speaker. And, uh, but uh, now it was just uh, experience, willpower, and uh, knowing how to uh, work with people. But uh, our population is not the same as in 1988. We're down to 18,000. About that time, we would have been, uh, would have been about 30,000 people here. 
the, the people that donated were good. Uh, they, they really wanted to give. Uh, I, I've had a gentleman who used to be, uh, uh, who lived in Hawke's Bay, who came to donate $100, and he says, please don't release my name. I'm just doing it because I love Hawke's Bay. And that there's a man who didn't need publicity for his efforts, and there's a lot of people like that who, who came forward. We are so happy that uh, we achieved what we did and thankful to our people and hope the people of Aotearoa will quickly get over this. We know you are very resourceful people there. We know what it's like, and uh, we know it will soon be behind. But the feeling of the losses, the damages to property, uh, each felt over here. Those that passed away, those poor families, uh, we just wish them all well, happy recovery, and, and, and to get on with help and to keep faith in our almighty God who will elevate you to better things. After an historic first home game against the Queensland Reds in Samoa on Friday, the Moana Pacifica say they would love to play more of their Super Rugby Pacific matches in the islands. RNZ Pacific senior sports journalist Eliasa Tora was at Apia Park on Friday and has the story. Malolava Lesoifua, greetings from Apia, where Super Rugby history awaits on a beautiful and very warm evening as Moana Pacifica play for the first time in the Samoan capital. Moana Pacifica may have lost their battle against the Reds 40-28, but experiencing home crowd support has ignited their spirits. They now want to play locally more often. Well, they keep coming back and they keep giving this wonderful crowd things to cheer about. The loss means the Moana Warriors are still chasing their first win in the 2023 season. Coach Aaron Major says while the result was disappointing, there are many positives to take away. I'm super, super proud and super privileged, privileged to bring our team here and, and play in front of our home crowd. So put the result to the side for, for a minute. Just the, the occasions, um, truly momentous for us and really proud of the effort from our boys too. You know, they showed a lot of heart, a lot of spirit uh, to stay in the game uh, in tough conditions. Um, in just a couple of moments, say, like we... We leaked 14 points in that last five minutes before half-time and let the Reds get away. Always going to be tough to, to pull back, uh, but kept coming. Like we kept coming and that showed a lot of hardness. But that's what we wanted to show our, our people here, that we want to, we want to play for them. Um, they're important to us and, and, and we, we love them and we love being here. And no one was more fired up on the day than the up-and-coming star flanker Miracle Failangi, who just six months ago was still with the Samoa Rugby Academy. Miracle Failangi scores the try. Miracle, who scored two tries on the night, says returning to play at Ipia Park in front of his family and friends was an awesome experience. Everyone was here. I don't know if any people left in the villages. Uh, <laughs> they all came here to support, and I love them. Uh, even having mom and uh, family here, my uh, church youth and my college, it's truly 100%. Uh, it's been a, a boost for the boys, like having uh, the culture and having the people supporting them and their families. Local hotelier and ardent rugby fan Tuala Oli believes having more sports events like the Big Rugby Clash will be good for tourism in Samoa. Well, credit to putting together this team. It has opened up opportunity for, for 15 or 20 other boys that has a spot so they can actually uh, perform and put their hand up and to be uh, picked by either the All Blacks, Manu Samoa, 
Tonga, uh, Fiji, but it, w- it would have been nice if the old blacks cannot put their finger in the Mount of Samoa. Leave it to the islanders. With the Super Rugby Pacific rivals, the Fijian Rua, enjoying some victories at home in Suva and Nautoka, Major is confident the more they are able to play at home, the more his Warriors will provide winning results. Hopefully not, not too far, it won't be this year, but you know, if we could get another one or, or two games here next year would, would be awesome and ideally we'd go into Tonga as well and be nice to get into the Cook Islands too. So it'd be nice to play all our games in the Pacific, I'm not sure if that's feasible for, for next year, but that, that's certainly the long-term plan. Mono Pacifica have a bye this weekend, but will continue their search for a maiden victory when they take on the Melbourne Rebels at Mount Smart Stadium on the 29th. That's Pacific Waves for today. To listen back, head over to rnzi.com slash programs or you can download us on Spotify, iHeart or Apple Podcasts. From myself and the team here at RNZ Pacific, kia manuia.